Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Adela Marcy Unplugged. I'm your host, as always, Adela Marcy, and I will be speaking a lot less than usual because of a tooth infection, or I'll try to and not scream with pain every so often. Uh, we're brought to you today by purelyhosting.com forward slash Adel. Go there to get your web business started up and get your hosting done completely set up. Uh, not for free, but they charge you for like the whole year up front, and then you basically get an entire website built for you, and they're actually pretty cool because they put in some uh, really premium plugins in there as well that actually help you for your website and your business that's one the other one we're actually sponsored today by rockyourmarketing.com and we've got the rock star herself allison lex with us today allison thank you for joining us thanks for having me i'm pretty stoked to chat and be unplugged i've never been unplugged before that just sounds so wrong in so many ways <laughs> i don't even know how you know maybe i'm naive i don't know how that sounds wrong i don't think i want you to tell me i'm british I rather okay. just, yeah i know you're british you have weird language over <laughs> yeah, there we do we do we actually say herb <laughs> as well herb there's it's it's silent it's herb it's herb okay it's, it's herb <laughs> <laughs> okay what is kfc's special recipe how many spices and what? Herbs. Herbs and spices. Herbs, Herbs and spices. It's not a silent H. It's not an H at all. It's an H. It's a H. There's a H in. There's a H in H. <laughs> that is far too many. Too much effort for the letter H. So apparently, this episode is also brought to you by the letter H. <laughs> apparently so so today we are bringing you the letter h or h, h and <laughs> herbs and herbs yes because that that's and, a and the number three why the number three i don't know but sesame street always has a letter and a number so i was just rolling with it ah uh, damn it seriously the number three would have gone with 16 16 is more my favorite number well but number three because then if i say oh i've got a list of three things then i can always just reference that 16 oh. is just far too much work for today <sighs> fine three <laughs> okay so, yeah. <laughs> so guys as you can tell me and allison uh we've been friends for a couple of months and you know we've we hit it off right off the bat and Ever since she kind of found out that I was doing a podcast, it's kind of like been one of those things where I'm like, I've got to get her on board, but she's been super busy and so have I, and we finally managed to get a sit down and some time to actually get this uh, rolling for you guys. As always, you guys know the format, swearing, stupidity, other fun stuff, and of course, good information always brought to you um, at the end of the podcast and during. So, Allison, you, yeah. you crazy little human um she's a crazy cat lady as well by the way i totally am i know you are but the thing is that you're married so it kind of negates the whole crazy cat lady thing you can you can be a crazy cat lady and be married <sighs> really really i'm living proof because well and he's a crazy cat man so it works out well yeah but see crazy cat man is always sexy okay crazy cat lady is kind of scary well i am kind of scary so i fit the bill yeah pretty much you are you're like one of those people <laughs> i really don't want to ever piss off I, Pretty much. You, you just punched me in the face. <laughs> no, I've actually never punched anybody in the face. I know you're far I've too nice for it. I wanted really bad though. You're I just yeah. I don't really know how to punch. I feel like I'd break my hand. <laughs> 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 just just absolute brilliance. But yeah, um, just to give you a little guys a little background. Allison, she's uh, God. Where do I start? Okay, she's as crazy as I am, which is one good thing. But she's actually one of the very few female copywriters. One of the few copywriters I actually respect. Um, simply because it's really hard for me to actually find copyrights today that I've said it before. I'll say it again. 
there's a lot of hacks out there that I don't really, you know, respect and I've called out in the past and I really can't be bothered getting on with that, but she's one of the very few good ones that gets the shit that's what's going down. She doesn't use swipe files as much as other people. She can't if she does use a swipe file, it's for inspiration rather than just taking the shit and running with it. Yep. Um but as you guys know with all my guests that we've had on board, if they're copyrighted or so in direct response, they do their own shit because we only bring you the most elite people at all times. And that brings me to my next point. Allison used to work with the legend himself while in his company. Um, GKIC, you you were the head of the marketing copyright department for like a couple of years, weren't you? Uh, yeah, I was the marketing manager. We did have a copywriter on staff, and he was way crazier than I am, but super smart. And I actually really learned a lot from him, um, as oh, yeah. well as from Bill. His name's Robert Phillips, and uh, I don't know. Now he's off traveling the world. I think the last time I heard he was just hanging in South America, just like, yeah, I can't come to the dinner. I'm in Argentina. I don't even know. Um, but I was in charge of implementing all of the marketing. I did ghostwrite, um, some copy. I created some products. I, you know, set up the newsletters. We had at one point like six newsletters that went out every month was kind of ridiculous, but that kind of gives you an inside view of, of really what it did is, is it gave me an inside view and, and allows me to give others of really what it takes to build that successful multi-million dollar info business. And of course, it made me just fall in love with the whole info world to begin with. But um, at one point, we had about six different newsletters, as well as two international events, um, multiple smaller events. You're typing on your laptop at some point um, during this podcast, too. You can totally hear it. Um, I always type on my thing. Not actually... at all distracting. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> I'm actually Googling the person that you were talking about, you know. Just... Oh, Robert Phillips. Super yeah. smart guy. Oh, so yeah. much fun. Um, actually, my last day at Glazer Kennedy, he came and handed me a bottle of Tawaka. <laughs> and said have a drink and i was like this is awesome um guys just just to let you know allison's like a sister to me she's like a sister of copywriting which is why she calls me on my shit when i'm typing on yeah. stuff she's like i could be making a very important note right I now i was making a very important point no, i was I... talking about what it go what goes into building this multi-million dollar business oh, like I knew you were but like they would I, my stuff would easily be like sounded out they, they would not hear the typing anything that you just said there they'll be like what typing we didn't hear any typing no. But you know what? I'm just going to leave it in now just because. <laughs> just so they can understand the point of this, which is completely moot. But we'll go back to the original thing I that we're talking, about. We're yeah. talking about. You were talking about but... building an info product and uh, well, yes, the info so... business with Dan and yeah, GKC. Yeah, we were busy. We were slammed, right? So we had these six newsletters. We had two international events. That was Super Conference and Info Summit. Smaller events throughout the year. A library of products. I think by the time I left, there were like 40 or 50 or 60 products in that library. Um, memberships, ascension ladders, masterminds, and then Dan and Bill also had private clients. Like this is what they did, and these men worked all the time, and they, but they loved every minute of it. So it wasn't necessarily like work. And let's face it, they drove to work in really nice cars. <laughs> um, you know, plus they were respon directly responsible for for stimulating the economy of thirty at one point thirty employees. Um, you know, and I'm one of those people that believes that entrepreneurs are going to save the world. Um, you know, the, the economy is kind of crappy everywhere. And if you can hire somebody and create a job 
then you're actually doing double duty because by being an entrepreneur, you're leaving a job open for someone else in your community um, because you're employing yourself and not relying on someone else to employ you. So you're leaving a job open. And I love that. So I'm so excited to be a part of that community and, and to also grow my business to where I'm now um, working to hire someone to help me on a very part-time basis. But I'm actually helping to stimulate the economy in a real, in a real and tangible way. Um, and so that's, I think, super important to just always keep in mind that, that you're doing that. And that's, that's my, my you're going to save the world speech. But, um, <laughs> you know. Be a guardian. Right. <laughs> like, um, I'm also really super ADD. So at some point I will be like, Ooh, kitty. And I just, I'm going to jump from topic to topic. So I apologize to oh, everyone. Th they know the score. If they've listened, if you're a that's new great. person that's listening to this, this is what everything else sounds like. But if you're, <laughs> they've been here long enough, they understand the drill of, come on, I have ADD and dyslexia. It's like the first thing people learn about you have ADD and dyslexia. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. How can you tell? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be talking about unicorns in a minute, okay? That's going to be happening at some point. Why? Because my friend sent me a photo of a unicorn, and they're like, oh, my God, dude, look at this. Right? Like, sparkly kittens. Um, <laughs> do you want to hear my favorite joke? Go for it. All right. How many kids with ADD does it take to change a light bulb? Go for it. Want to ride bikes? <laughs> <laughs> so That's my favorite joke. <laughs> I actually had somebody steal that joke from me and I was really upset. Um, which I didn't I only thought happened to stand up comedians, but apparently it doesn't. No, it doesn't happen anyway. to just us. It happens to everyone. <laughs> so this info business was I mean, it was intense. It was intense working at Glazer Kennedy. But let's face it, um I got to learn copy directly from Bill Glazer, who um, you know, he's probably not as well known as Dan Kennedy, but that's not he, fair to him because he's, he's, so he's the fourth best copywriter on the planet right now. Okay. Uh, he's so okay. and smart. Yeah, and I just no, love he's, him. He's number four behind Dan, behind, um, someone else and me right at the top as usual, you know, cause I have to rule, I have to rule Supreme. Come on. It's just, it's just the way things are. <laughs> um, but, and then also my copy was reviewed by Dan because Dan did review everything. Um, and most of the time he would tear my copy to shreds, which was super scary, but always a good learning experience. One time I did get the word good, um, written at the top of my sales letter in red pen, like a teacher. <laughs> And um, I didn't take a picture or keep it because I didn't understand the value that that piece of paper then held. Um, but I promise it was there. Yeah, yeah so, I know you are. I know and that. And I also got access to the entire Glazer Kennedy Library as well as the personal library that Bill had collected for himself. So um, the time that I spent there was really just an exercise in learning and growing and discovering my passion for the marketing world to begin with. Um, and, uh, I, I don't know if that comes through in my little monologue at all. I'm going to, you know, <laughs> sarcasm, but it was, um, it was fantastic. Pretty much. You just got, you got given a ticket to the golden factory, didn't you? Like Willy Wonka's factory. Like, yeah, go nuts. Oh, completely. But here's the thing to go with that metaphor. I didn't know who Willy Wonka was. Oh, I didn't yeah. know how big, I didn't actually know who Dan Kennedy was when I took the job. Yeah, because you came off of the list. You went off Craigslist, didn't you? Yeah, I got the job off Craigslist. So, um, 
kudos to Craigslist. <laughs> but it, um, I, well, and the thing is, though, I'd been doing marketing and promotions for other jobs. And I was, when I was in school or university, um, I was um, a double major in English and psychology with a minor in creative writing. So I was really kind of preparing for that without even knowing it. And before you ask, I never graduated. So um, I went to a junior college or a, a community college, um, which is a two-year school. I was there for about six years. So I really um, flew through that. <laughs> you just and, reminded me of the show Community so badly there, but keep I, You know, I've never seen it. I think what it's the, in my Netflix queue. Ah, what the, uh, the shit woman? I haven't gotten, well, you know, right now it's it's full of these ABC Family Christmas movies. Don't care. You're watching Community, okay? <laughs> Season one. I can't help it. I have to watch Snow Globe and Holiday in Handcuffs and all of these other Christmas the cheesy Christ movies. Yeah, that's it Might Christmas. as well be like Harlequin. Okay, that's but it's almost Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, Thanksgiving is community time. Not, not Christmas time. You're five weeks away from Christmas. Oh my gosh, don't remind me. I haven't started shopping. Neither have I. That's why there's something called Amazon Prime. I know, I love it. <laughs> and that's the reason why I'm actually, like, a lot of people think the reason I'm moving to London is because of, like, some other crazy cool stuff. No, the reason I'm moving there is because I'm going to be living around the corner from all the high street. So, guess who's getting up at 8.30 in the morning, walking outside his door, buy all those gifts and get back by 11 o'clock. They actually just put an Amazon distribution warehouse in my state. <laughs> so you can literally walk into the distribution warehouse. So, um, well, it's it's good and bad. The bad part is now I have to pay sales tax um, because you don't have to pay sales tax here if it's not in your physical state. But now I have to pay sales tax on my Amazon purchases, which really sucks. But the good part is I totally get stuff in one day. Yeah, you actually would get stuff. Yeah, I can hear you drinking your drink and your ice cubes there. So yeah, we can okay. pick that up. We can pick that up as well. Did you just shake your drink at me? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you just shook your drink at me. Damn it, woman. <laughs> the only reason I'm not on camera right now is like half my face looks like I weigh 30 pounds more than I do and the other half of my face looks normal. That's like hilarious. A, it, it looks like a before and after picture. <laughs> But it's happening right now. That's the messed up thing about it. It's a shame it's not a month earlier. You could be a before and after picture for Halloween. <laughs> that is so mean. Well, I'm to... so sorry. Well, the is, only reason... <laughs> if this is next week, I could have said, this is what Thanksgiving did to this side of my face, and this is what happens on my amazing new workout that made me lose all that weight. <laughs> or this is what I looked like before Thanksgiving, this is what I looked like after Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Uh, by the way, this is all down to um my tooth infection. Which, by the way, this is how fucked up this annoys me, right? Th this is how bad it is. And I love my new dentist because my old dentist, she was nice, but she sucked for this. Um, so I got this. I moved down to Plymouth, um, 2013, and within like five or six months being here, around December time, uh, 2013, I get my first tooth infection I've had in like four years. Mm. it's really painful there's only like two things that not like my kryptonite getting a cold and getting a toothache i'm a wuss for both of those things i i just literally fall out complete pussy i cannot do anything um but there i am just all in this pain and shit i go to my dentist she gives me she gives me some uh, antibiotics i go home do my thing do the course i'm fine a week and a half later i've got the left side of my face doing the same thing mm. So I take a photo of both, splice it, try and get it as evenly spliced as possible so I can look like I'm fat on both sides. 
didn't actually work by the way it just looked like a mutated creature um so i left that there uh and then a year later just went back to them and my like usually you have to wait an hour or two in the waiting room and it was sunday so even worse because it was out of hours i walked in got there and within five minutes my doctor even just he just looked at my mouth and went yeah it's infected i'm not even gonna check yeah, what it is, is you've got a broken tooth, the nerve is, Oof. like, the root is open, so do you want me to take it out now, or do you want me to wait and give you some antibiotics? So I was like, I'd rather take the antibiotics now, because I'm about to move, and I've got, like, colds all week, so the last thing I want to do is have, like, a mouthful of cotton and this not be able true. to speak. So I'd be like, ma 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 Could you type that all out for me, Adam? Yeah, sure, why not? Let's go with that. This would be the weirdest interview that any... Like, you guys would be hearing, like, Dr. Roboto voice, like, speak and spell, asking my questions. Um, well, I don't mean to make fun of your tooth infection by, yeah, calling, you you, by calling you a before and after picture. <laughs> I... Oh, please. You make fun of me for everything. We both I know. do. It's why I we do. get on. It's why we get on. For I goodness. know. Yeah, if you didn't make fun of me, I would be offended. That's good. That's good. That kind of gives me a license to do it then. Huh. Not that I needed one. It just it does anyway. Sweet. Okay, so I have to ask this one because um, you yeah. live out in the states and also I do. like Young. copy and stuff. When you guys it's are best. actually when you guys are actually writing out there with your invoices and stuff, um, how do you guys like sort that out when it comes down to like um, tax return time? Because I hate filling them out, so I just want to know what you guys do differently. For like my taxes, yeah. Well, I'm really I'm, sorry. I'm boring like, as the shit. I'm the wrongest person to ask about this because I have a file folder that's just full of random paper, and I I hand it to an accountant. Smart and, move. See, I, I mean, yeah, it sucks because well, and I really need to be better about it. This is actually one of my goals for this coming year is to be better about my taxes, because when you're self-employed in the states, you really should be filing quarterly or even monthly and paying um, estimated taxes. So basically what you do is you say, hey, US government, I anticipate that I'm gonna owe this much money in taxes to you, so I'm gonna prepay it. And you know, it's kind of like getting it taken out of your check, but you're in charge of doing it. Um, and I'm gonna really hope that the IRS isn't listening, but I don't actually do that. <laughs> I don't think anyone because does that. that requires far too much organization and I don't have the bandwidth for that which is why I need to hire someone say it's all coming full circle here and yeah. so what I do is I shove it all in a folder and I avoid it for 12 months and then come like March 15th I freak out and I get it all dealt with and then I pay a penalty and to me <laughs> that penalty is worth not having to deal with it the whole previous year um, but that's really not scalable so what I need to do is then implement a better system. I am not the systems girl to handle that. So uh, really in 2015, I'll be looking to hire um, a bookkeeper who specializes in handling entrepreneurs and all of our mess. See, um, that's a cool thing. So guys, if you're thinking about starting a business, please be careful with your taxes and shit because I get uh, like the amount of times I've been told off for it. Like mm -hmm. I, the only reason I ask is I had to send off my tax return this year, and it's the mm -hmm. first time I filled it out myself. 
Ah. Uh, Do you know how ridiculously annoying that is? I was sat there trying to, like, go, what the shit am I doing? Am I putting on the right thing? Crap, did I just overpay or underestimate or something? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Especially when you're dealing with international, because I do have international clients. So, you know, it's like, well, what do I have to claim? What should I claim? And let's face it, you should claim everything. Like, I'm, I am so not an accountant or legal advice person, so whatever you do, talk to somebody who knows something before you listen to our advice. There's my disclaimer. I am not liable. Um, but, you know, you really – you should claim everything, but it's like how do I do it the best? How do I protect myself? What kind of deductions can I take? It's so super confusing, and I don't know what I'm doing. I just guess. So – I really need to hire somebody who's better at this. This is this is me being truthful and showing you my full mess. Um, and it's uh, that whole this whole thing, this being an entrepreneur thing. I wish it was easier. And when you come into it from being an employee of someone else, you think it's got to be a piece of cake. But it's really given me a lot of respect for what my employers have had to go through in the past. Because, I mean, there's so many minute little details that you have to take care of. And if you don't have a system in place for it or someone to help you with those systems, you're really kind of screwed. So that's, I'm, I'm really trying to take the lesson of know when you're in over your head and call somebody for help. Yeah, um, I, because I, that's, I'm just not going to do it. That's <laughs> just not the same. It's the same with like every aspect of your business. Absolutely. If you don't know it do it which is probably why you and i exist as a function of like marketing because let's be honest guys if you listen to this if you're not a copywriter and you're sitting there looking at yourself going but i really like to understand how to write sales copy and it's taking you two and a half months to write that goddamn sales letter that you wrote that only did like less than one percent in conversions that's an indication that you need to hire someone that knows what they're doing because it would have taken us a lot less time and got you a much better return on your investment at the same time, though, I do believe that clients should know what good copy looks like. Oh, Not necessarily how to create it, but what it looks like. Because, um, you know, Adel's kind of referenced it already, but let's be honest. There's a lot of jerks out there who are going to take your money and give you crap. Yep. And whether they realize it's crap or think that it's genuinely good and they just suck at what they do, it doesn't matter. You're still getting crap and you're still going to be paying for it that's not fair to you and that's not a really scalable business method so of course we want you to have the best that you can get um and that you can afford because not all copywriters are affordable for every budget i mean that's just a given yeah um but in order to do that you need to know what you're looking for you need to know what good sales copy looks like so find some really super smart marketers and start looking at their copy um and and start you know, trying to figure out what what makes their copy good, what draws you in about it, what makes you want to buy, and just figure out a couple of those little things so that way when you have copy written for you in your own business, you can look for some of those similar ele- elements. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's, that's just my advice. Uh, I think that would be the right way to do it because the simple mm-hmm. reason is, um, let's be honest, see that or get completely screwed over. Not a smart thing to do um, ever. Now, on right. something completely on a random note, because... Okay. Random is good. Random is... Oh, God, for the love of goodness. It's surprised that we even got this far in a conversation without something I am with... so proud of us. I know, right? Now, I'm, just, I'm going to have to... 
I'm just gonna have to completely destroy the the beauty of what we're doing <laughs> and give you this heads up. Did you know that people can actually trace your lineage through your feet? Um, I didn't, but um, I don't think that people want to do that because I haven't had a pedicure in a while and it's not a good time. No, the thing is, because I was I got sent this this morning because you know how mixed my actual ethnicity is, right? I I don't know firsthand. No. What you don't actually know my ethnicity? Well, I know it's all different than mine. Yeah, yeah I'm that's, actually. That's what I've got. That's that's it. Well, I'm I'm very I'm a very mixed ethnicity type of person. Um, but well, I know that. But it's really weird. Cause I was looking at my because I got sent this thing and it just like, oh yeah, your feet look like this. It's like if your second toe is longer than your big toe, then uh, but depending on how it ascends down the scale, you're either Roman or Greek. Really? Right? Yeah. How about if they're the same length? All the way across, I think you're. No, my my second toe and my big toe are the same. Yeah, I'm totally looking. Are the are the same size, and then it goes down the scale from there. I think that's uh, actually. You know what? Let me check the link because I actually have it right. Click on your little link. Yeah. Because it's probably going to say like German because that's what I am. Fair enough. It probably is to be fair. Um, because that'd make a lot more sense. But here's the messed up thing: my left foot, my my toe, my second toe, is the same size as my I'm big saying. toe. Like, but on my right foot, my my second toe is bigger. Well, you just have to form feet. I do. Actually, my my left foot, my toe is longer than my right toe. Ha! In your face, to form feet yourself. Oh, I... Hello, they're flat. Oh, I have terrible feet. Um, <laughs> Just make fun of the person with the flat feet in the room, you know, that's exactly how we're going to do things from now on. I do have flat feet. That's what I meant. That's what making fun of you. Enjoy. I know. We tried to fix them when I was like 10. That hurt. Yeah, it so usually does. Yeah, we stopped that. Um, maybe I was 12. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Just random. Okay, so <laughs> moving away from the random ethnicity thing. That my no, friends... can you please tell me what ethnicity I am if my toes are the same size? Fine. Okay, goddammit. I thought you were clicking the link while I was rambling on. Wait, so hold on. So on your right foot, it, your second toe and your big toe are the same, right? Yeah. And then what's your third toe? Is it the same or is it like ridiculous? No, they, they all go down. So they go in size order, they go down. Yeah. Right. You got Roman. I thought it was okay. How about if they're, um, how about if my middle toe, cause on my, no, on my, that's my left foot. On my right foot, my middle toe is a, like half a centimeter taller than my, my pointer toe. Yeah. That's wait, which one's your pointer toe, your big toe or your second toe? Your second toe, like a pointer finger. You okay. got your thumb toe, your pointer toe, your middle toe, your ring toe, and your pinky toe. Okay, fine. God damn it, widow. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's again Roman, but then again that oh makes God. that makes sense because if you look Friends, at Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. Well, because you gotta look at the histories Nine. behind it. You had the um the Germani Germanic people after the rule of Caesar actually incorporated themselves into the Roman ranks and within like six generations. Uh, you you couldn't tell the difference between a German-born Roman, like a, a person that become German was given Roman citizenship six centuries ago, and someone that has pure bloodline as being a Roman the entire time, because it was it was so integrated at that point. You could only tell by their lineage. Um, so that could be. Ines Berliner. That, was that what the is that I'm a donut? No, it's uh, it, it, could, it, could be an, it could be an Ein Berliner, and that's uh, Ein Berliner. That's. Yeah. Uh, 
Eddie, I am a donut. That's Eddie Izzard, one of my favorite comedians, who I actually got a photo I love with. Eddie Izzard. I Did got, you really? Yeah, I got a photo with him a couple of years ago, but if um, it was on someone else's campaign trail, and he took the photo for his campaign trail with Eddie and me, but he never emailed me the goddamn photo. It pissed me off. That's the worst. His um license. Dress to kill, not license to kill. Yeah, dress to kill was brilliant. Um, uh, and like seriously, anytime I have to make an excuse for something, I'm like, I was dead at the time. I was on the moon with Steve. I was on the moon with Steve. <laughs> it's like I was dead at the time. I my favorite, time. my favorite one is impersonating his James Mason voice. It's like Jeezy crazy. Jeezy. <laughs> it's like. Jesus Christ, what are you doing? It's like, don't take my name in vain, Dad. It's like, Jeezy crazy. It's like, it's like what happened down on Earth? It's like, uh, Cake or death? Cake or death? Uh, cake, please. I got him to do that when I met him. Did you? Yes, that was the first question I, I asked him. I was like, so... cake or death? And he was like, All right, well, cake, So if please. anybody's listening to this and you don't have the dress to kill video. It's on YouTube. Just it's on YouTube. Just download it or watch it or something, and I promise you will laugh. Just, and it's got history. That's he's like, yeah, I'm from England, where history lives, or where history's cool. from, or something. Yeah, pretty much, because you guys tear down your history every fifty years. This parking lot was here fifty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're from the place where we actually have castles that are right? from like two thousand years ago. Did you hear that um, some Roman tourist, I mean, not Roman, Russian tourist, or I'm on the Roman thing, um, Russian tourist was uh, fined and arrested for carving the letter K into the Colosseum. Yeah, he should be fined and arrested. You don't, you don't carve shit into the Colosseum. That's just right. And so I was reading the Facebook comments because reading comments on anything online is like a total guilty pleasure of mine. But then I sit and marvel at the downfall of our society. Um, and somebody said, um, you know, 2,000 years from now when, the, when uh, future generations are looking at the Colosseum, they're going to teach about Emperor K, who was important enough to have his initial carved into the Colosseum. <laughs> and it totally made me think about the impact that we leave and what people are going to think about us when we're, you know, gone for 1,000 or 2,000 years. Yeah, I'm still going to I'm still going to want someone to go, here, here lies the st- uh, the grave of the greatest salesman and copywriter ever existent, Adela Marcy, emperor to the word of the world. Because I will do that shit, by the way. Just an FYI, I guarantee it. Within twenty-five years, there will be. I will be calling myself emperor of the written word. Well, you can call yourself emperor of the written written word now. Well, I couldn't because apparently I can't even speak it. But <laughs> emperor. Emperor, Emperor, Emperor of it's... the Witten Word. Because <laughs> that happens often with us. <laughs> I'm sorry to anyone that actually has a list problem, but yeah, we're just we're goofballs. We really. Are. I was actually thinking um about Kripke from Big Bang Theory. Oh, you mean, you mean Kripke? Yeah, that's Kripke. my per- that's my Kripke impersonation. Bowie. It's like he's one of my favorite characters on that Westawan. show. Westawan. <laughs> Westawan. It's just. I mean, it's it's so funny the way he does it, and. You know, I don't mean I don't like to make light of speech impediments either. My husband has a stutter. Yeah. Um. But no, he, and he actually like. Did you know the actor actually doesn't have that? But fun fact about Big Bang Theory, the entire cast hate Sheldon in real life. Really? Yeah. Like they hate the character. No, or no, they, they hate, hate Jim Parsons. They actually hate Jim Parsons. 
That's so sad. No, because apparently he's a huge dick. He's basically the William Shatner of um, the Big Bang Theory. But I have a Sheldon bobblehead. Oh, God, you disgust me. If anyone should be there, it should either be Raj, Penny, or Leonard. Well, I didn't buy it. I got it for Christmas last year. Oops. But it's sitting next to Mike Wazowski and the Minions. Oh, my Minions. I love them. Yeah, I have I have two of the yellow minions and a purple minion. I have no idea how we got into this track, but oh well, we're going. We're talking about we're going we're going down this whole little rabbit oh, hole of happened. It's, it's happened. happened. It's okay, over. so I'm actually going to ask you this because um, unfortunately, I just got a message saying that I have a phone call. I forgot I have at five today, which is always Bye. interesting. Boo! But in light of keeping up with my crazy ass style of being random and shit, um, three things I want from you. Uh, which will be brought to you by the number three. I told you it was gonna uh, come up. I know, right? Tell me about it. You, like you totally preempted by watching by listening to one of my previous podcasts and I stuff didn't. Like that. Damn it, damn it, woman! I was trying to I'm build it up. Psychic. You trying to build shit up, and she messes it up. Ah, uh, problem. problem. What are these three things? <laughs> okay, so three things that I, I, that we have doing is you probably don't know because you haven't listened to one of my podcasts yeah seriously that's just so messed up I know. Um, <laughs> it's just crazy i know we're both busy but um the one of the things i like to do um did when i actually call this the lifestyle hero podcast was always get like three uh tips or strategies or whatever it would be uh for someone that's listening to this take action on right away and of course what better than having someone else that's of the written word that understands so like what three things would you give as advice to someone that's starting out today in order to make sure that they have the right path in front of them because you know we've all made mistakes mm-hmm. okay strategy number one is going to be um do not go it alone okay so i am a member of a couple of different masterminds I've, I've surrounded myself with super smart friends like adol and i really have a network of super smart marketers and entrepreneurs that i can lean on and learn from on a continual basis and um there there's that whole saying no man does no man is an island dan kennedy has a saying the entrepreneur is the loneliest person on the planet all of those things are true um, but it doesn't have to be that way and you don't have to do everything yourself. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to forge your own path or anything like that. There are plenty of super smart people out there who are succeeding in business, doing the same thing that you want to do or something very similar. So look to them, learn from them, connect with people who are doing what you're doing and, um, you'll find it's much more enjoyable and you actually get better stuff done. So don't go alone, whether it's a mastermind, a business coach, a friend, whatever. Um, Strategy number two is make a list. So I am the queen of to-do lists, and I actually write them on a piece of paper. I use a a legal pad, and I write them, and I put a little checkbox next to them, or I write them out or something, and it's they're each themed. So I've got personal to-do lists. I've got business to-do lists, and then I have a wish list to-do list. And these are the big projects that I want to accomplish over a long period of time. So I have my long-term goals and then I have my short-term tasks. And um, I, I read somewhere about the difference between goals and plans. And goals are the eventual outcome and the plan is how you're going to get there. It's possible for a plan to change and be derailed. But a goal always stays the same. So your to-do list is your plan. Keep your to-do list, refer to your to-do list, and when you have to make a decision about something in your business, 
say, is this going to further my list, my plan toward my goal, or is it going to take me away from my goal? If it's going to take you away from your goal, don't put it on the list. Um, and, and really just do what you need to do to keep yourself organized. You can use a piece of paper. You can use a free thing like Asana to, to have some teamwork stuff done or, you know, a project management thing online. Um, I don't care how you do it. Just do what you need to do to know what's on your schedule coming up. And number three, it's really going to go back to this whole know what good copy looks like. You don't have to be able to write it. Not everybody's a good copywriter. But I wouldn't go to the doctor and, um, and ask them to do something that they don't know how to do. Right? So I promise there's a reason I said that. A doctor is really good at being a doctor. He may not be very good and she may not be very good at selling being a doctor or selling her doctor services or whatever the right way to say that is. I'm talking in circles at this point. Um, it's okay if you don't know how to write good copy. It's totally okay. It's okay if you don't know how to build a website or file your taxes. Find the people that know how and don't be afraid to hire them. And it's really scary to do that for the first time. I'm dealing with that now. It's kind of scary to hire somebody and be responsible for at least a portion of someone else's income. However, it's also really rewarding to get this task that scares you off your plate, right? Writing copy can be scary if you don't know what you're doing. And like Adel said, you're going to spend two or three months working on something, slaving over something, and it's going to get a crap response for you because you miss some of the basic stuff that a copywriter is going to catch. A good copywriter is going to work with you to develop your offer, to develop your audience, to really target you and get your, your marketing set up on a whole level rather than just the copy as well. And a good bookkeeper is going to give you some of those systems that you need. A good VA or, or in-person assistant is going to give you some of that organizational stuff that you need too. So everybody brings something really great to the table that you may need in your business. If you don't have the skill, don't be afraid to find help. How was that? That was pretty epic. I actually like that. Thank you. Ah. Do... Sorry, it's just... I don't know. You you put me on the spot. I didn't know what I was doing, so I just made them up as I went. Yeah, but they actually got pretty good tips, and you know they are effective, especially considering like we have different people do different things, and those are like really important ones. And of course, as always, if you head on over to rockyourmarketing.com, you have something on that giveaway as usual. I'm sure that I do. I'm always working on new stuff to give away. This is part. Yeah, of I know you, you annoy the shit out of me with this all the time because I have to like always go back and like right, okay, yes, this works. No, it doesn't. This I is the this is the working ideas. this is the working relationship between me and Allison. She'll do that to me, but she knows I'll equally do it back to her. Say, does this sound like a good headline? No, oh, yeah. I didn't think so. Or it's like, no, you missed one word. What was the one word? You forgot the letter T in this, and I do. I, I edit him all the time. You've done that one. <laughs> like that was the best part. Was like you told me to write uh, the word the in like the middle of a sentence. And I was like. This won't make sense, wrote the weather. It totally makes sense. <laughs> oh, God. I do. I edit him. Um, yeah, no, I'm always working on something new. Right now, I've got an ebook up there you can download. Um, you know, it, you can also, if you want to schedule a discovery session, there's a form on the website for that. And all that kind of stuff. You can find me on Facebook or Twitter as well. Yeah. I'm on LinkedIn, but I don't use it. 
I don't, I don't know like why. I should. Yeah, I know. No one ever uses LinkedIn. I'm going to have to get a LinkedIn guy on this podcast to find out what they're doing. You really LinkedIn. do. I was going to say, I know there's super smart LinkedIn people, and I really need to like find a course and take a course I've... on how to best use my LinkedIn profile, because I just, I don't even bother with it. I don't, I'm terrible at social stuff. Like, I post cat pictures. That's my social media strategy, is posting cat pictures. And random Star Wars stuff, to, so you can beat Ryan Dice at, like, uh, clout. Oh, no, I've already beat him. I'm over clout now. <laughs> it's just like, I just want okay, to... Okay, and now my disclaimer is I totally love and respect Ryan Dice. I just, for some reason, wanted to be higher than him on clout. And once I, I made it, I was over it. I don't even know what my number is anymore. <laughs> you don't even care. You just wanted that, didn't you? It's, I'm very competitive. Yeah. Like now, my my now my goal is to be the number one podcast of Adore Marcy, Marcy Unplugged. First, if I could say the name of the podcast correctly, that would help. That and also actually saying, you know, uh, that and a few other things as well. You know, like saying Empire or Emperor or anything like that. That those, those things. Empire. Are... Empire. Yes. Empire. Empire. Yes. How is that incorrect? You're the one that says herb wrong. I say herb right. <laughs> All right, you have a phone call in five minutes. Is that is that what the word is? Yeah, I have an actual call in five minutes. But I'll speak to you guys soon. Guys, thank you so much for uh, being here. Thank you very much for being here. Allison, it's always super awesome having Thanks you Thanks for both. having me. I really had fun. All right, we'll definitely do it again. All right, guys, take care and have another uh, fun episode of Adam Marcy Unplugged. Take care.